Hello, hello. What is up? What is up? Yeah. All right, we got Judge and Mike working again. This is our seventh episode, you know, lucky number seven. Oh, wow. Uh huh. So we got some pretty interesting topics today. We got some new segments that we've been working on. We're going to get their debuts today. Yep. But we're going to start with the Cowboys signing Greg Zerline. Jad, what's your take on the signing by the Cowboys? To be honest with you, I did not know he was a free agent, but um, yeah. it's a, it's, he's a great kicker, and I really wish the Raiders would have signed him. And the Cowboys <laughs> at the end of last Always season... Always wants the Raiders to sign everybody. Cowboys at the end of last season got Kai Forbath, and he didn't even miss a kick for them. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure That's they really, true. They really That's needed true, him. That's true, but... It was, it was a low great. sample size, yeah. So I think, obviously, he's like one of the best kickers in the league. After, you know, he was injured last year, had a subpar year by his standards. But I, the Cowboys, I think they could have been easily ten and six mm-hmm. if they had a good kicker last year. I mean, Brett, uh, Brett the Fret hmm. Maher was probably like the Fret. bottom five <laughs> kickers in the whole league last year. I mean, he's he was just horrible. I think obviously it's a great upgrade, but. It still doesn't fill the void of all their defensive players that left in the free agency. I honestly, I feel like it's, he's a talented player. Greg Zerline, probably the most talented kicker in the league. He's Justin Tucker, Justin Tucker. Yeah, easily just Hold on a second. Okay. Yeah, my bad. It's my fantasy kicker year in, year out. He he went to Texas, so you know my favorite kicker. That's true, that's true. Okay, so second most talented <laughs> kicker in the league, Greg Zerline. I mean, yeah, I don't know if the Cowboys really needed him. I <laughs> I feel like they're, they're just trying to improve their special teams, which I think is not the problem. The problem is everything else about the Cowboys. Alrighty. So next up, we're going to discuss the NBA draft, yep. who we think the best prospects are, etc. So here's my takes on this. I'm a big college basketball guy. I love predicting prospects and whatnot. The best big man is clearly James Wiseman, in my opinion. Well, yeah, come on. LaMelo yeah. Ball is the best playmaker. And no. the best scorer is Anthony Edwards. Uh-huh. And okay. I think that Anthony Edwards – I think this is a loaded draft class. I think there's lots of great guys. But mm-hmm. I would bet on Anthony Edwards being the best long-term player here. What do you guys think? Uh, LaMelo Ball is my favorite prospect from the draft. And mm-hmm. I just – I hope to God that his dad shuts up. Which he has, which he has been. Doesn't put a target on his back like he did Lonzo. Yeah, yeah. In my opinion, LeVar indirectly disrupted Zoe's development. Along with Luke Walton. If he doesn't do the same with Melo, then it'd be dope to see him on a team like the Warriors. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. I'm going to be honest. I see the number one pick easily being James James Wiseman. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Warriors are in desperate need of a big man. They have yeah. an overflow of guards. It doesn't make yeah. sense to take another guard. So, so of all the guys here, that all, all the teams that are uh, in contention for the number one pick, like Drew said, the Golden State, mm-hmm. obviously yeah. James Wiseman's the go-to guy in that situation. Yeah. yeah. But I think if the Knicks get the first pick, I would go LaMelo Ball if I'm the Knicks. They need a playmaker. No. That's, that's going to get Kevin Knox the ball. That's going to get <laughs> – Mitchell Robinson, Julius Randle, Lamella Ball's that guy. I mean, I think they're pretty sold on Mitchell Robinson. They gave him a nice contract, so I don't see them mm-hmm. taking James Wiseman. I see them going with Lamelo. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. the Cavs, uh, James Wiseman, Tristan Thompson's a veteran guy. They already got Darius Garland and Colin Sexton. True. Then the, mm-hmm. the, if the Timberwolves get the first pick, I would say Anthony Edwards. This is the only team I would see taking Anthony Edwards first. But D'Lo mm-hmm. is that point guard. And then they already got Carl Anthony Towns, so they need that wing guy. 
And then the Hawks, I would say the Hawks is tough because they could take Anthony Edwards, but they just drafted Cam Reddish. And then yeah. they got Clint Capella in the trade, right? So I don't really know if they yeah. take Wiseman. They don't need a send. So it's pretty tough. Is there anybody you guys think that is like going way too high in these mock drafts? I mean, I didn't I'm not list anyone. Huge, I'm not a huge college basketball guy, so I don't know too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, so no one really stands All right, out so to me like that. So there's this one guy. His name's Danny Abdija. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny, from the yeah. Israel Basketball League. <laughs> he's projected he's a, top five he's picks. He's projected yeah. top five, top six in pretty much every single mock draft. I mean, I don't yeah. really see this guy being anything but like a stretch four type of guy. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, he's not athletic, and then it's super risky to go with these uh, Euro League players yeah. or Asian League I mean, players or whatever. Luca, Luca, Luca is the only. Okay. Re- Luca's like boosting Euro players' stock, which I mean is kind of yeah. cool. But what about Kristaps? It's, it's so risky. I mean, Kristaps. Yeah, those are the two. Those are, those and are the then two. You got like, Jokic too. Yeah, but like that's really it. With with this guy, and then, Denny, and then Denny uh, is like, I saw Denny. I don't, I don't see him being too great because he's only averaging what fourteen points a game in the Euro League. He's I saw, I saw three assists, seven point four rebounds. I mean, yeah, he's a physical specimen, two fifteen pounds, six nine. But <laughs> I don't really see him being a really explosive player that a lot of people see. I mean, him and then got, I don't see him developing too much. Yeah, he's, he's, like, solid on the low block against, like, these shorter guards. But these guys are, like, weak, like, 6'3 yeah. guys. And then everyone in the NBA is just a physical specimen, like Jim yeah. was saying. And then Anthony Edwards <laughs> is 19 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists. I mean, that's, like, in a tough got Georgia now. division. Yeah. I mean, Anthony Edwards, I like him a lot. He can pretty much score in every single way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. He always attacks against like a, a Duke or Kentucky. He doesn't back down against mm-hmm. the best competition. I don't really mm-hmm. know how he ended up going to Georgia. I mean, maybe he got paid a bunch of money because <laughs> he could easily belong at like a Duke or Kentucky. So, and then some guys that I think are going too low is Jordan Norwa from Louisville. He's he's like top fifteen. I think he's definitely better than Danny Avdija. <laughs> and then some guys projected to go into the second round: Peyton Pritchard and Miles Powell. Oh my god, don't easily, get me started on Pritchard. Oh my god. He's going to be a solid backup point guard on a team. Miles Powell is probably one of the best scorers in college basketball. He was Big East first team all all league. I think two years now. Takes clutch shots. Peyton Pritchard, excellent ball handler. Bet one of the best three point shooters in the league. Uh, the guy can do it all at point guard. He doesn't make silly mistakes, and he was gonna lead Oregon. Both of these guys were gonna lead their team C and Hall in Oregon to high draft picks. The only reason they're second round, I think, is because of their size. And uh, I could see them easily being a great backup point guard for some teams. Jad, what do you think about Payne Pritchard? I know you're not a big fan he of He has this. the most punchable face <laughs> I've ever seen. I saw him live last year, UCI, Oregon. And, I mean, this guy, I literally want to just walk up to him and sock him in the neck. But he, he pisses me off. All right, so this man. is the second time someone's incited violence on our podcast. Yeah. I mean, Peyton Pritchard, I like him Is a lot. Is it the second time that it's Jad, too? What was the first time? No, the first time, I think it was... I think it was, was Drew, yeah. We were talking about say? some athlete, and then Drew was like... <laughs> I, I forgot exactly, but I know it was definitely Drew. So, we're going to move on from the NBA draft segment here. And then we're going to move on to a rank suggested by Jad. Top five sodas. Yeah. I don't really drink a lot of soda. 
You know, too unhealthy for oh us. Oh my god. Oh, we're gonna jazz- if you refer to yourself as us one more time, I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> we're gonna get Jad started at the number five position. Number five, I have Canada Dry Blackberry Ginger Ale, and I mean, whoa, this versatility, getting fancy. Getting fancy. <laughs> it's I did it's a very, under, very under. I do drink. like black cherry stuff in general. It's pretty good. Yeah. I, my number five, I have Sprite. I know you guys probably have it a bit higher. I yeah, mean, I it's it's okay. I mean, LeBron James sponsors it. One of the main reasons <laughs> on the list. Oh my god. I mean, it's just it's all right. Number five for me. Uh, my number five is San Pellegrino lemon flavor. Oh, whoa, whoa. Uh, it's like, I mean, I'm not a sparkling water guy, but like, it's basically a sparkling lemonade. And yeah, I mean, I'm San a huge Pellegrino lemonade is, guy. I like those. Yep. It's it's just very refreshing. It makes you like feel high end without being too costly. It's yeah. readily available. Uh, it tastes great. So yeah, I, I my number four. This was the first soda I ever had. Oh my! I had god. it on a oh Cub my Scout trip. Fanta oh orange god. soda. Uh, it's, oh. it's just pretty good. Number four position. I mean, it's orange. It's so good. unique. <laughs> That's one of their slogans. No one likes Fanta. It's, pretty, it's, it's just pretty, pretty good. It's pretty solid. I like it. At my you don't even want to call it good. <laughs> You're just saying it's pretty good. Okay. Okay. Well, let's, what do you number have? Four, at number four, I have Mountain Dew, and more specifically, Cherry Mountain Dew. Oh, my uh, gosh. I've always, I've always loved cherry flavors. That's true. That's put true. it in a drink. It's, it's just it's greatness. Hi, okay, no, my number four, I went with Barks Root Beer. I mean, I like Root okay, Beer. Okay, me oh, and Chad had Dylan this debate. Thinks root Beer is not a it's soda. Not a I don't soda. Know where root Beer is a soda. It's an independent, non-alcoholic it, beverage. It's an, first, what are you talking about? I saw this on an article when me and Chad were talking about <laughs> yeah, this First, Wingstop is not a restaurant, and then Root Wingstop Beer is, is not a soda. Right. I mean, I mean oh, Wingstop's not The viewers, you need to tell us if uh, Absolutely root beer. ridiculous. It was not designed as a soda. It was designed as a non-alcoholic soda. It was designed as a non-alcoholic beverage. It's not a soda. And it doesn't oh have God. caffeine in it, which a lot of the other sodas do. Diet, Diet Coke no, doesn't. It literally Sprite does, doesn't. Bro. Sprite doesn't have caffeine. Yeah, it does. I think it does. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Root beer literally has caffeine Some of them don't. Unless you get the non-caffeine version, <laughs> which is what I was going to talk about. All right, go. <laughs> all right, all right, whatever, whatever. I am saying Barks against something like Mugs Root Beer or A&W. Uh, okay, A&W okay. oh, is okay, let, let, Let's be honest here. A&W Root Beer is really, really sweet. It's super watery, even mm. when it's in the can. It doesn't give you that vanilla-y, I creamy like vanilla, yeah. taste, taste that you get from normal root beer. And <laughs> Barks is the most, like, readily available and kind of, like, I like it's the, usually the, the best quality. I like the fancier ones, you know what I and mean? And don't like, even get me started on mugs. Mugs root beer is complete <laughs> garbage. It's like drinking brown cough syrup. It's terrible. <laughs> To me, root beer tastes like mint Coke, if you know what I mean. No, I, I don't mean <laughs> You know what I mean? No. What? No. It, tastes like, it tastes like Coke. You must have had I, can't... I, see, I see where you're going, but no. Yeah. All right. So, what is that? Number three now? Number yeah. three, yeah. I have Dr. Pepper. I mean, God. it's just like you know cherry version, Coke. You don't like that Dr. Is, Pepper. I like Dr. Pepper. It's, it's, it's good. Dr. Pepper is garbage. Number three, I have Sprite. At times, it's uh, more refreshing than Coke. Yeah. It's, it's just a great drink to have after a long day, you know what I mean? I guess yeah. uh, number three, I also have Sprite. I mean, it's a classic. You got to <laughs> put it up there. Best lemon lime soda out there. Yeah. Yeah, clearly. 
in my opinion. Or seven up. I, I think I, no, there's no. no, there's no difference. Nah, Sprite's to me. better. Yeah. yeah, they taste basically the same. I just like Sprite better. Okay, uh, so number two, I have Pepsi. Whoa. What? What is that's wrong just, with you? Just, I don't know it. I mean, I just it's trying to watered this down list. Coke. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. That is true. You'll see what you have with number one. I mean, it's number- like. I don't really know. It's just number two, honestly. <laughs> At my number two, I have Coca-Cola. <laughs> don't even get me started Woo! on with Pepsi full versus name. Coke. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Pepsi versus Coke, Coke stupidest so debate I agree. Whoever agree. says that Coke is worse than Pepsi needs to die. I, I, like, I don't know okay, that's your what's third, wrong with second them. second time inciting for Drew. <laughs> oh, shoot. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, you guys are entitled to your own opinion. I'm not going to kill anyone. Thank you. All right, Drew, you're number two. My number two, I got. I had to go with Coke. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, no explanation it's honestly, needed. It's arguably the greatest soda of all time. Yeah. So yeah, I have most iconic. For I sure. have that at number one, like you guys said. It's just the Coca Cola's <laughs> legacy. Wait, wait. It's so. so you, have, wait, you have Pepsi at two, but why Coke would at you one? put Pepsi at two? Coke at one. They're the same thing. It's a Pepsi is worse. <laughs> exactly. That's why. Okay. Uh, maybe maybe Doctor Pepsi. So maybe when you I don't have put Coke, Pepsi you go for the worst one. You don't go for a different flavor. You go for the worst version. Okay. At number one, I got Dr. Pepper. I mean, oh my God. I, it I has a even... cherry zing to it. I'm yeah. trying. Zing? Yeah, that's I'm a perfect trying... way to describe it, honestly. It's, it's, it's a che- I, I've tried cherry vanilla Dr. Pepper. It's the go. One Diet of the Dr. Pepper. biggest is busts like... was that uh, orange vanilla <laughs> Coke they were trying to push out during March. Orange vanilla no, Coke is trash. So no, bad. it's pretty good in it my so opinion. Bad. It's pretty good. It is garbage. No, there's more vanilla than oh, orange. And and that bring that brings to my me to my number one, my number one, undisputed number one, <laughs> vanilla coke. Oh okay, yeah. Okay, so, so you're good. gonna go coke at number two, vanilla coke at number one? Like no, that's not how it. Okay, yeah. Works. No, that, that doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Too, yeah. It's okay, a I was gonna ask, but then I knew I was gonna get shut <laughs> out. So then I put vanilla coke. Vanilla on my coke one is asking. my favorite coke. I agree. Yeah, so I just put vanilla Coke. I put Coke Classic as my number two. Oh my goodness. Okay, so our next segment a lot of is something there. new. Yeah, that got a little bit. We're, we're gonna name three controversial players, and we're gonna say our opinions on them. First up is yeah. Richard Sherman. Jad, what do you think about Richard Sherman? All right. I mean, I know this guy talks a lot of trash, but a few years ago he was a top five corner in my mind. But right now, true, true. he's he's. Not even close to elite in my mind. Like, he's too slow. Dylan actually enlightened me. He Thank is you. his own corner. It, exactly. does not work. Yep. it does not work in this day and age. And, I mean, okay. he should retire sooner right. or soon. So, like Jad said, I mean, Richard Sherman, a few years ago on the LOB, he was one of the best corners in the you game. You just learned that <laughs> today. Yeah. The like you said. But right now, he's not top five, not top six, maybe top seven. He doesn't have elite physical capabilities to guard someone man to man. That's yeah. needed he's to just be in too the top slow, five discussion. Man. He doesn't. And one of the other things too, he doesn't shadow the other team's best wide receivers like these other guys like Stephon oh, Gilmore true, true. does. That's very true. And then Sherman's like talking like all of this crazy nonsense, and he's guarding like the WR three on the other person's team because that's where <laughs> because that's where his little zone is in the cover three. Like Richard Sherman's not a top five corner anymore. He, he needs to stop this talking. <laughs> um, so, I mean, 
I personally, I used to love Richard Sherman. I mean, I'm a diehard Seahawks fan. This guy, he talked the talk, and he did for a bit. He did walk the walk. That is true. <laughs> Jack gets that. Reference. I do too. I as a but, uh, too. No, oh, no, I was actually Miss Robles. No. Oh, it was. Robles. Oh, I, yeah, I, I, I had fan. it as a kid. So, shut up. No one cares. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, Dylan. I I, I love you. All right, let's go back. On um, track. Yeah, yeah, back on track. Sorry, sorry. So, uh, Richard Sherman, he's a he's one of the best corners in the league right now. Really? I do not think he is top five or maybe not even top ten, Ooh. but that's debatable. I think that with age, with all those injuries he sustained, especially during the 2015 2016 <laughs> season. When he uh, ran in between, I think it was Earl Thomas and some other wide receiver, and he, like, basically snapped his arm. That was disgusting to watch. Uh, but so I feel like he's just lost a step with all the injuries. And, I mean, of course, he is 32 years old. Yeah, age. I mean, you can't I mean, really blame him. I can't blame him. But just stop talking, but, you know. But I don't think he can back up his trash talk anymore. I don't think he should be doing it. Like, we saw during the Super Bowl, Tyree Kill completely exposed him. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't think his legacy should be destroyed just because of how of how his skill level has gone down. All right, now. so next up, Drew's recommendation here: Floyd yep. Money Mayweather. <laughs> Drew, oh, I have get us started a, with a, Floyd Mayweather. I have a strong disliking for this guy. He is an absolute hack. He <laughs> really shows the corruption of boxing at its purest level. This guy basically he ducks Manny Pacquiao. He 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 clearly he, he beat ducks Pacquiao. all of the good. He ducks all of the competition just so he can get twenty seven knockouts. He has okay, great career, fifty wins, zero losses, but twenty seven of those wins were knockouts. The other twenty three were judges' decisions. That is terrible. You have to be really bad at punching someone else for a living. To get 27 out of your 50 wins to be knockout. All right, so that is a depressingly low number. Dylan, I'm not done. Oh, okay. This guy's, <laughs> this guy's brand is the money team. He does. But this guy up. went bankrupt in 2003. <laughs> he lost 300 million dollars, and he has a brand called the Money Team. This guy is bankrupt, and he fought Manny okay, Pacquiao not, because he needed money, even. and he fought Conor McGregor because he needed money, and Conor McGregor. Was limited because he couldn't have, he couldn't use his legs, so he well, had to train his, only his boxing, arms. So. <laughs> yeah, I know, but the fair fight would have been no, in MMA no, no, because no. The then fair Floyd, fight is Floyd boxing. would have had. No, yeah, it's it not because MMA is a primarily leg based sport. You're taking down the other dude. You're yeah. throwing him into the yeah, cage. Okay, so you're breaking his arm. So then Mayweather would have to adapt instead of McGregor. So yeah, exactly. No, no, no. So then how's Mayweather MMA, is older, MMA he wouldn't have has, been able to adapt. MMA still has punches. Boxing is pure punches. There's no legs in boxing, so they both share the 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 boxing element. So they just went with boxing because that's the most easy to do. Yeah, but it, it, of course Floyd's gonna win. He is a professional boxer. Mayweather has been focusing on. He's not just okay, focusing but on nobody, punching, he's nobody on was kicking, really expecting McGregor to win that fight anyway. I mean, it was pretty even if you're talking about the bets. I mean, I don't think McGregor held a big disadvantage against Mayweather, and McGregor's younger too. So yeah, yeah, uh, that is true. He was still expected to win, and I just don't like Floyd Mayweather because. <laughs> 
he calls himself the best boxer of all time. He thinks he's some big shot. But he's not anywhere close. He doesn't have the physical capabilities. He got his ass destroyed on multiple... Oh, I should probably swear on podcast, but He gets himself destroyed multiple times. He gets knocked down. And then he get he gets pelted, but he just lands more punches, and that's just the points play. That's how he plays. He's not a physical guy. He's not a very smart fighter. He He's a super little... smart fighter. If if you're able to win fifty games with only twenty seven knockouts, you're one of the smartest fighters ever. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, that is. You guys should argue some more. I think more. you got me there. Though. <laughs> okay, so I'll... no. Okay, do you yeah, need a five-minute like monologue? So, I think, obviously, I he's not the flashiest boxer, but, I mean, the guy's 50-0. and 0. Like, you tell me one guy that's come even close to that, and then you can start having another Tyson. conversation. Ali. Okay, okay. Joe okay. Lewis. Okay. Okay, <laughs> Okay, but anyways, I mean, this guy, his one-two jab is extremely quick. It's one of the most elite moves he has. I mean, for someone who talks like he does, it's his only good. For someone who talks like he, <laughs> he does, doesn't back it up. <laughs> he does need to be more physically imposing, with only twenty-seven knockouts, like Drew said. I mean, he—he's not the greatest boxer of all time in pure skill, but his record is unmatched. I mean, he gets the yeah. job done every single time, literally, with him being fifty and zero. I mean, whether you like him or not, it's—it's it's really up to your question, Jad. What do you think? Uh, well, I didn't know much about him uh, before today. I just knew that he, he's undefeated. But a quote that Drew sent me really spoke to me <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. when he said to Pacquiao, once, and I quote, once I stomp the midget, I'm going to make that mother effort, make me a sushi roll, and cook me some rice. You know how it is, baby. We're going to cook that mother effort with some cats and dogs. And, I mean, that is one of the most racist things I've ever seen a black person say. And that is just that's unbelievable. I, I can't even, like, because I was arguing that McGregor is really bad. And I can't think of anyone who would be humanely worse. But that is worse than what McGregor has done. Like, yeah. I, that's that's just crazy. All right, so next. I'm gonna oh, okay, be. Geez. I'm gonna redact my <laughs> my previous statement about Mayweather not being a smart fighter. I think that was Thank unfair. You. He's definitely a very very smart. <laughs> man has the system down to the bone. Like, yeah, that is true. He knows how to win and he does it well. I just, yeah, just skill wise, I don't think he should be talking if he can't get more than twenty seven knockouts out of fifty matches. All right, so next up is Jad's recommendation for this segment: Barry Bonds. Woo-hoo! Yeah, Jad got to start with Barry Bonds. All right, so Barry Bonds is the – he's one of the greatest baseball players of all time. Yeah. And, I mean, he did use roids. But in that era, many, many more people used roids. Uh, part of it was I- Ivan Rodriguez, who was elected to the National Baseball Hall of Fame uh, in 2017. Mm-hmm. And they still mm-hmm. haven't elected Bonds in the Hall of Fame. and it's He's completely... not eligible. He's not eligible yet. No, no, he is. He sure? retired – yeah, he retired, like, in yeah, 2009 or something. Okay. And so – um, what's it called? You got me off track. Oh yeah, <laughs> Barry Bonds was ten times better player than this guy, and they have completely shunned him out of baseball, and they're trying to disassociate with him. And I think it's heartbreaking, honestly, because when I think baseball, one of the first people that comes to mind is Barry Bonds. Partly because Barry you're a Bonds, Giants fan, yeah. but <laughs> all right. So Barry Bonds, this—I have an absolute disdain for this guy. Oh my goodness gracious! He's one of the worst stains on a MLB sport that's been completely oh, tarnished by cheating over the years. I mean, this is man Everyone who leads. Did it. This is a man who led the league. That doesn't make it right. Exactly. He leads the league in uh, home runs in his career, 
And he, where does he get all this yeah. power from? Taking his stupid <laughs> little steroids. I mean, this what he's most known for, he didn't even earn. He got him from oh per- my God. performance enhancers. Yeah. I mean, he is an elite guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to take away his ability to make contact. But all of these guys in the Hall mm-hmm. of Fame can make contact with the ball and hit home runs without taking steroids <laughs> like this guy does. Yeah. I mean, in general, mm-hmm. the MLB has done a terrible job at punishing players. But I like what they're doing yes. to Barry Bonds. So. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I I really agree with Dylan. I know. I, I mean, know. I know. Just, because, just because so many people juiced in that I know era it doesn't of make it right. the MLB, it, it, it doesn't – yeah, exactly. It doesn't make it but right. The, I don't have any respects for Barry Bonds' legacy because he feels like he needs to he, – he's not confident exactly, in his own yeah. ability, so he has to use steroids yeah. to enhance his – his record. I mean, yeah, he does have the most home runs in history, but there's so many other players that worked really hard, didn't need these cheap tricks like steroids mm-hmm. to get ahead of the competition. Like, you got great hitters. You got, I mean, of course, Babe Ruth, Roger Maris, Mickey Mantle. You got all these, all these guys, great yep. players who didn't use steroids that earned their place in the National Baseball I, Hall of Fame. I mean, of course, the guy's a highly skilled athlete, but if he used steroids, he should not be so in the you Hall think, of Fame. So, uh, all the players that are in the Hall of Fame that have used steroids, you think none of them should be in the Hall of Fame? Yep, get them out. Get them out. Okay, get okay. them out. Respect, be, I respect, they should not out, be in the Hall of Fame I respect at all. that. Yeah, it's not Barry Bonds. It's not just Barry yeah. Bonds. It, it, everyone that's in the Hall of Fame. All right, so next up, a- Antonio Brown. I think he has on like an Instagram <laughs> Live or whatever. And then he... Uh, gets a he just makes a random comment <laughs> about saying how he's more elite than Julio Jones. Look at the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm obvious. If you want to call this a beef, I don't really know if this is a beef because Julio not really. really. Yeah, but I'm obviously on uh, Julio's side. I mean, AB just randomly mentioned yeah. this guy. <laughs> but if you want to talk about who's better, uh, who's the better wide receiver, which is exactly what we're gonna do. I think Antonio Brown is the better mm. wide receiver. The guy's made more first-team All-Pros. He's led the league in receptions more times. He's led the league in touchdowns more times. And he has 18 more receiving touchdowns in only five more games. And you want to talk about pure skill, no stat accolades. He's a better route runner, and he has way better hands than Julio. I'll give Julio. He's more physically imposing and better after the catch. But at pure wide receiver skill set, I'm, I'm taking Antonio Brown over Julio Jones. I know you guys all know my hatred for 84. Yeah. That being said, yeah. before his mental illness, <laughs> in my eyes, he was better, he was better than Julio. Yeah, yeah. In clearly, the, in Julio's better right years, now. Clearly, in the past five years, he's played sixteen less games because of this year, mm-hmm. but has sixteen more touchdowns. Yeah. But again, the keyword mm-hmm. is was. He won't mm-hmm. be back in the league anytime soon. And the one thing about Julio is he is mm-hmm. humble. Is it's true. not often a top yeah. receiver. It's as quiet as he is, you know? That's true. But talent-wise, mm-hmm. 84 was better than Julio. And it's sad what Vontez Perfect did to him because he robbed us of an all-time great, to be honest with you. Dang, that's yeah. very emotional. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm very conflicted on this topic. I think that Antonio Brown – I mean, let's get this out of the way. <laughs> uh, he – I mean, he definitely has, like, some kind of mental problem. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, he said to look at the stats, and I mean, he's not wrong. Yep. Julio has less catches than him. Julio has less touchdowns than him. And Julio's played more games than him. But Julio has, I think, a thousand more yards than yeah, he Antonio does. does. But that's understandable. He's a deep threat he, type of guy. His career. <laughs> 
Yeah, but I think it really comes down to how the two teams play. If you're talking about Antonio's time with the Steelers, Ben Roethlisberger is throwing Antonio Brown. Yeah, that really is true, that but even they got to get plains. they got to get Le'Veon Bell the football, and the Falcons are really just air raid. Like Devontae Freeman was all right, but I mean, you, Le'Veon Bell is getting way more touches per game than a guy like Devontae Freeman is. Yeah, but if you look at how the team game plans against Julio, Julio is almost yeah. always doubled or tripled in the end zone. I yeah, think Red the, threat. the Red 2018 Julio, season, yeah. in the 2018 Next season, Julio Jones, like, he had, uh, I think it took him a couple of weeks to get his first touchdown, and everyone was, like, complaining about, hey, my fantasy team isn't doing yeah. too well because Julio isn't getting in the end zone. But, the thing, like, if you watch how Julio gets covered in the end zone, you've got maybe one guy on him, then you've got, yes. like, another two running and I'm back in the zone against him. And I'm going to bring that point up when we talk about another receiver in our next segment. But keep going. Uh huh. Yeah. So it's just kind of the two teams game plan very differently. I think that physically, Julio is the better player. Mm. I think if we're talking about career, maybe Antonio Brown. It it really could go either way, but I obviously side with Julio just because Antonio Brown is not getting back. Next (laughs) up, we're going to talk about the Cleveland Browns. If we think they're going to take that next step next year. Obviously, they were one of the most hyped mm. teams coming into the season this year. Um, Jad, what do you think the Browns mm-hmm. are going to be looking like next year? All right, the main their main problem is their offensive line. Yeah, you know Baker is a young quarterback. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, yeah. I don't know if he's good or not yet. It's only he's only played <laughs> two years. I mean, I hate him, but we'll see if he could thrive. If they can improve the O line throughout the draft and maybe trade for someone, yeah, I honestly have them making the playoffs at like ten and six or something. All right, so in my opinion, I, they have all the right pieces. They're a new coach. I'm not really sure. Like, I'm not too familiar with yeah, him. He seems like an a... offensive-minded coach, and he's a player-friendly coach, which I like as a pro player uh, guy, you know. <laughs> and then they have an extremely talented wide receiver core. Odell, I'm going to say it time and time again, is the most pure, talented, most pure-skilled wide receiver in the whole league. That doesn't mean he's the best, no, no. but he's the most skilled. Not at all. I mean, we can debate that another time. We're going to have I mean, another Jarvis debate. Jarvis Landry on became an elite second option. He's not oh, better than OBJ. He's a second option. Because of Julio. I mean, because of Odell. I mean, this guy's getting one-on-one coverage. Odell is getting like triple team, double team with a shadow nope. on the five-yard line. I had him on my fantasy nope. team this year. They were on the five-yard line. They ran three straight routes to Odell. Was double teamed on all three of them, and then they went for it on fourth and goal. They had to hold him, and they got called for a PI. And then they ended up just going to Nick Chubb. I mean, they can't stop him without fouling, <laughs> without double teaming. His one-handed catches. All right, but that's besides the point. This is the Cleveland Browns team. I mean, you got Nick Chubb, yeah. who's become a top five running back. Yeah. They add Austin Hooper, who had a breakout season last year. Yeah. They re-signed Conklin, who's a solid offensive line. I mean, Baker Mayfield was sacked the seventh most times of all quarterbacks last year. Baker Mayfield's going to mature. He's going to take that next step. But I think they slowed him down a lot because they didn't start him right away in the rookie year. And I think they would have made the playoffs if they started him for every single game in the rookie year. They got the 10th pick in the draft. All the mock drafts have them taking this Louisville offensive lineman to help Baker out. But I don't know if they're going to be able to make the playoffs. They're going to have to get in as a wild card because I don't really see the Ravens falling apart anytime soon. Yeah. So, Drew? Uh, I... <laughs> uh, 
I really don't see the Browns improving that much. They've got – I mean, this is a Browns team that we've all been like, oh, this is going to be their breakout yeah. year. It's going to be their breakout year. But it hasn't happened. I mean, we said Baker that one Mayfield, year. Uh, <laughs> not, not a very good uh, – Touchdown to interception ratio Not at all. At all. He, he's very outspoken as a young guy, which is not something yep, I, I like. It. He Completely agree. He has, to, he has to earn his place in the NFL before he starts calling out people. Uh, so I, I really don't see the Browns getting much better than they were last year, just because I feel like Baker Mayfield. I mean, will definitely you saw what they were able year. to do. They beat the Ravens forty to twenty-five, I believe, that one time. I mean, that was early in the season. Yeah, uh, that was early in the that, season. That doesn't that doesn't matter. When the I mean, oh, well, it, what does matter is the record at the end of the year. <laughs> oh so. my god! <laughs> exactly. So uh, the thing that you said about uh, Odell being a uh, what was it? The most talented. Like, that is blasphemy. No, it's not. <laughs> that is absolutely wrong. That is that is just so wrong. Odell is a oh my god, oh, yeah. and I no, think the Baker nuts. Mayfield is shaping up oh, to be yeah, like Drew so, is speaking facts today, man. I like it. So Odell is just kind of like he's. I, I will not speak about. I would not speak down on his talent at all. He's a very talented receiver, but I do not think right, he's the not most get talented too receiver into this, in the NFL. I, I like this segment. As okay. Another possibility. Oh, and then also, uh, who'd they just sign? Yeah. Austin yeah. Cooper. I think he's gonna do great. As in, uh, I mean, just adding like a new target for Baker and the Browns coach. I don't. I mean, I think he'll be just as good, or even maybe even better than yeah, Freddie Kitchens. Clearly, but, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So next up, Jad's favorite segment. Oh my goodness. One thing you guys like. One thing you guys hate. Drew. Oh my. Oh and shoot. Drew doesn't have it for about the third time out of seven <laughs> episodes. I think so. We'll start with Jad on this one, I guess. All right, so I hate teachers assigning things during quarantine. Absolutely, I, I think I think they oh, really gotta absolutely. wait until until there's an official yep. thing. I mean, this is kind of against the uh, SJUSD yes, law is. right it now. Yes, it is. I mean, and uh, everybody yeah, actually had to wake this, up early today. But we're not gonna name annoying. any names. We're not gonna name any names. <laughs> I mean, you guys know for yourself. We're, we're not gonna name any names or anything like that. Yeah. All right, so yeah. one thing <laughs> I hate. I have. Is oh, we've been having out, lots of frozen food because of this circumstances. And whenever, first world problem. Whenever you heat up frozen food problem. and it comes out, it's probably oh, no, the like the oven or whatever you're using. It's about 500 to 750 okay. degrees Fahrenheit. It is so hot, and you have to like wait 10 minutes at least. To like for it to cool down. I mean, frozen food is supposed to be you know, just heat it up. Bam. Nope, that's not how it works anymore. Apparently, you have to wait 15 minutes after <laughs> you heat it up. I know it's not a big deal, but it just gets on my nerves sometimes. What's up? Uh, one thing that I hate, I hate all the sweaty people in my. I'm not gonna say which class because then it's gonna kind of give it away. But in one of my classes. Uh, Everyone is just absolutely sweating because the teacher is assigning these document <laughs> questions that, like, are literally – she's, like – she basically threatened us <laughs> to do them. She was, like, oh, so you have the option not to do them, but I might grade them <laughs> oh, later yeah. on. So then it's, like, uh, why would why would you even say that? You can't exactly. grade them. And then the, all the sweats are, like, literally, like, oh, I have to do the document questions, like, right now, <laughs> or otherwise I'm going to get an F. So they're literally doing that, and then they're personally calling the teacher 
like through Zoom, she was like, so my teacher was like, uh, if you guys want any like feedback on what you did for your document questions, feel free to contact me via Zoom. And literally all these sweats like commented as class comments underneath the thing. I will be on at <laughs> that. I will like, be on Look at, at 10 a.m. blank. And and then like they're all like having some like freaking 12. Okay, we got to keep it PG. This is probably Drew's second. Or- can you edit out? The- can you? <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can, but we're probably not going to do I have to it. stop it's talking. <laughs> we like the authenticism. Next episode... Next episode, I'm gonna have a five minute. No, the talking is fine, but I think the, I talk too much. The content is what we're really looking at right here. I mean, <laughs> what, okay. one time inciting violence on this episode, um, and two um, curses, I believe. So we're gonna right, have to take care of that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, yeah. our next episode will come out Wednesday. We're having a new Monday, Wednesday, Friday uh, schedule. We got lots of nice segments. We were working yep. on some ideas over the weekend, and we will see you guys on our next episode on Wednesday. All right, see you.